God Family Nation. Welcome to another episode of God Family Nation, a place to self-reflect and self-correct. But we like to say, don't ask me, ask G-O-D. I'm your host, Brother Ra'ai. Say what's up to the people. Let me start over to Brother Palau. What's going on? Hey, Shalom. How, how, everybody doing? How y'all doing? All right. And uh, let's, Brother Anaya, say what's up to the people. Shalom. Hotel. Oh, uh, there you go. Assalamu alaikum. Everybody doing out there? You know you about to be on one now. You talking about a hotel? <laughs> you about to be on one now? Uh, all right. So listen, um, we got we got a we got a, a special episode. We even I mean we have we even recording this one on a different day and everything. So this is gonna be good, man. Uh, we have a guest a guest speaker tonight on this show, um, and this is a brother that I, I I've had the pleasure of knowing for quite a while. Um, I met this brother in my travels, and uh, he in he he's back in the states now. And he's frontline. He's frontline. And we have a very interesting topic that we're going to discuss, right? Black man, blue line. And we'll get into what that means in just a minute. But let me bring on, introduce Brother Nate. Brother Nate, say hello. Say what's up. Say what's up to the people. Shalom. What's going on? All right, man. All right. So I'm excited about this, man. I'm excited. So um, just a quick, quick background. Brother Nate is an officer. And uh, I don't know if you refer to it as a privilege or not, but he was actually on the front lines at Capitol Hill when everything went down. So we're going to discuss that. And then we're going to go into what it's like to be a man of color. Like I said, a melanated man. I don't, you know, I, I use the term black for, for, you know, intents and purposes, but a melanated man as an officer, you know, because they, they have, is it called the thin blue line or the blue line? I, I'm not versing that. Yeah, it's just the blue line. The blue line, right? So so that's what I'm saying. We're saying black man, blue line. So after, after we discuss the Capitol Hill situation, we're going to talk about the dynamics, the adversities, just the perspective of being a brother, a black man, a melanated man, and being a police officer. And I'm very interested to see what your experience has been in that respect. So, uh, firstly, let's 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 get to this whole Capitol Hill thing, right? So, take take us from the beginning. Let's take take us through this, right? Take us through this from the beginning. So, you, you were you on duty, or off duty when you got the call, or what? I was on duty, um, and we were the first ones to respond down. I'm on the mountain bike unit, so we, you know, they called for us. I'm kind of in one of the best districts you know, in, uh, um, in, in DC. So, uh, when they called us down, you know, they was like, I right, we about to take this front line, help Capitol police. And so, so going into there. it, so going into it, what was your understanding of the situation? Like, do they divulge that information? Do you know, like, okay, the Capitol is being overrun. How's it being presented to you as an officer? Oh, no, we, we didn't know. They just tell y'all going down, y'all just get a call, hey, yeah. you going down there? And yeah. I mean, so do y'all know y'all going to, y'all got to put on riot gear or they just telling y'all, hey, this is where you got to go and then you'll get the other information when you get there? I mean, some of the units have riot gear, some don't. Um, I ride mountain bikes, so that's kind of what we have, but um, yeah. So, 
so I'm so I'm just trying to understand how it works as far as do you have time to prepare yourself mentally for what you're about to get into or do you find out on the spot like kind of like a soldier type situation? Oh yeah, just, you 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 kind of find out as we go into it because some days we just know it's gonna be riot. It's supposed to be always peaceful riot. Okay. So okay, right. so you get the call. There's a riot at Capitol Hill. Y'all got to go down there. Yeah, but not period. really, not really a riot. Just you know, a, a number of people there give a number and let us know what they need from us. Okay, as so far as like separating them and everything. Right. So by the time you got there, was it already in full fledged, or did you watch everything develop? It was. It was like right on the brink. So it was right there. You right. Know, so. Yeah, it was it was about to kick off. All right, so this was people still arriving there, or people was already there. It was, they people, had... it was about a, it was about seventy seventy five thousand, maybe 75, maybe a little more. People, it didn't look maybe like that on the news, more. man. Oh yeah, no, nah, it was. That's because y'all was seeing them dispersing. Oh, they they was out there. Oh, they didn't show that on the it, news. And it looked it, it looked. I mean, of course, it's the, it's America. <laughs> yeah. They ain't gonna make it look that bad. You had the Capitol. It was when we looked down over top of a uh, over top of where they they're doing inauguration. They're making a stage. We walked in up a hill, got on that stage, and we looked down. It was like you know, a sea of people, and it sounded like like one of the arenas, like the Gladiator movie. Yeah, all the people just screaming and chanting. Man, it was crazy, bro. So and so at this, by this point, when you got there and y'all and y'all looking at all these people, they have not bum rushed the Capitol yet. Right, they was. Is it still peaceful was, protesting? I, I don't know if it was peaceful at that time. It ain't same like it, but yeah, it was. They was. They was going. <laughs> yeah, and so what was what was y'all directive? Um, just to hold the line. You know, don't let nobody pass our line. Okay. Um, and we attempted to do that while wow, they they pulled the gates they pulled officers in you know into the crowd yeah into their crowd yeah so all right so y'all y'all had to set up a, a perimeter around the capitol that was yeah the around the, the base the basement door yeah okay that was like the one or the base level main that was level like the door. one entry spot or something now no it was it's a, it's a whole lot of entry spots Okay. The problem. I'm the not so, area. I don't. I don't know how to. Yeah, the capital is so capital is so big, man. It, yeah, it so, was, it was too, too many entrances. Now, were there any military police? Like, was it military there as well, or just y'all? Just the police? Oh, National Guard, but not. They they really was on the outskirts. They didn't call in for the National Guard. The president has to call in for that. Okay, so they was there like on standby. They couldn't really right. really get in get in, in the mix unless it's yeah. It's, uh, Okay, that's interesting. Because here's one of the things I want to see your, I want to get your response to this, your reaction to this, because many people were saying that had it been, and I'm using this term for the sake of understanding, but had it been black people out there protesting, the situation would have been a lot worse and a lot more severe from the police. What, what's your response to that? How, what's your immediate <laughs> thoughts on that? I mean, I don't I don't agree. Um, I know people think that, but it's the same it was actually worse dealing with this this protest opposed to Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Oh, so hold on. And you was out the there time, with the Black Lives Matter joint too? Yeah. 
Oh man, you got all the juice. Come on and, with and, it. And, and, and most of the time, most of the time, I, you don't have to do too much with our people. Yeah. You know, and it's not always our people out there for the Black Lives Matter. That's the that's the misconception. People, Antifa and all that, they, they'll dress in black, but they won't be black. Mm. So you'll be down there, everybody's thinking, oh, there's black people out here doing it. No, it's not. Most mm. of Black Lives Matter protesters, not, you'll see a handful of black people. That's, and but it's crazy because that's what they show on the news. They probably show the exactly. same same group of black people from diff, thirty five exactly. different angles and make it seem like they're everywhere. We be, I'm telling you, they don't be out there. Hmm. Interesting. So that the whole thing about agent provocateurs, all that stuff, that's real. They got people that's out there just to to kick it off, just to start trouble. Oh no, I don't know. I mean, you know, I know on, on our yeah, not on our side. Like, nah, you that wasn't even <laughs> that wasn't even black. This is all the stuff we've been hearing because a lot of times you get people saying that the police are agent provocative. They sometimes they go in disguise and get in the crowd and start trying to start stuff. Nah, I mean not like I said, not here. I, you, you never witnessed I, none of that. I ain't never saying that, and I've I've been doing it for almost five years. I yeah. never saying that. That's yeah. We it's kind of like a situation where you you really in certain situations you don't want to be there. So it'd be yeah. like, why would they like, like dog, you, you gotta do the you you in the same situation as me. Right? You just making it work and work. But this one, now what I would say, uh what'd you call it? Agent what? Agent provocateurs. Agent provocateurs. Those was Antifa in the midst of Trump crowd. You had a lot of those. Antifa huh. came through the back into that. And you know, it's just like the Greece. Like Greeks, Greece fighting Rome. It's like, yeah. how could, if he changes his outfit, or <laughs> how how would you know the difference? You can't, yeah, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Right. Yeah, right. that's you very know, interesting. So. That's very interesting. Yeah. Because but it was it was it was like that, but not. I, I, I honestly never saying that. So from the inside looking out, from your perspective, as being on the front line as an officer, you didn't see because you you, it's, you don't see. Uh, the I guess the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the unnecessary force being used when it came to Black Lives Matter but then at the same time you're saying Black Lives Matter is mostly non-melanated people that's out there protesting well in D.C. you you, you rarely have uh issue with um, officer officer versus the blacks you know what I'm saying not yeah. saying like you have them issues but you don't have it where you have a white officer or you know, whatever the case is, uh, police brutality type situation, putting people in police brutality. Yeah. Um, that's not prevalent. I haven't, yeah, nah, you don't, you don't never, you know, that's, that'd be the situation you don't never see or hear that. Um, now, of course, you're going to deal with racism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and so I couldn't speak on that because that doesn't happen. Okay. It, uh, the people in the in the neighborhoods kind of they bind together, so it's <laughs> yeah. You go to lock up lock up Johnny and the whole neighborhood out there, huh? So you know, so, yeah, it's not like it's not like what you see like happening in Ferguson and other places like that. It, it's not they not just rocking out like that in DC. Oh no, no, no. I mean, you got you got officers that won't even allow that. Yeah, huh. you know. Now, do such, you as my, such as myself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't okay. allow anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they know that. So I mean that's I mean on one end you know we definitely need more brothers that's that's in there that's willing to stand up. But I feel I guess answer this too because I know we kind of getting off track with the with the with the uh, Capitol Hill joint, but we will come back to it. But I want to ask this question because this these are questions I've had right. Like mm -hmm. and you said you were on the the, the mountain climb the mountain mountain bike mountain, mountain bike. bike. So yeah, yeah. is because it seemed like to me and I, I'm, I'm this is just me what I call couch philosophy, right? Just my own little mind. So you can clarify some of this. But it seems like to me a lot of times when, when brothers or black men, melanated men join the police off police force, they send them, they send, you know, melanated men to, you know, quiet, non-threatening areas away from their own neighborhoods and their own people. And they put the non-melanated people in our neighborhood. Is that have, have what's your, what's been your experience with that? I I haven't seen that. Um, now, growing up, I've always seen diverse diversity in the police force, uh, you know, in Maryland, because, you know, it's a diverse area. But like, um, right now, <laughs> they send our people to where our people are, for the most part. And then you, and then sometimes you'll catch, like, it, it, it goes off of manpower. So sometimes you'll catch a scary white girl or, you know, or, you know, white boy, you know what I'm saying, that don't, don't know how to kind of adjust or rock with, you know, the way that mm. our people you are, how hard relate. our people are. Yeah. yeah, so you'll get a, and but you have for that one or two people, the one or two people, you'll have five or six to kind of cover that to where if something wild was going to happen, if it'd be possible, you know what I'm saying, somebody would be able to stop it. Okay. So it's checks in, in, in the force that you're on or the precinct, I'm not sure how to determine that, but it's, it's, it's like you said, it's a pretty diverse setting and, and there's checks and balances amongst officers themselves. Oh yeah. That's cool, that's cool. I mean, unfortunately it's not like that everywhere, but I mean, that's- Oh cool. yeah, I, I already know, yeah. trust me. Yeah. You know, DC, DC, you know, they the Catholic, so everybody yeah. kind of feed off of what, what they do. It, it, that's what I was gonna ask you. Do you think it's like that because of the, for political reasons? Because they can't have that kind of stuff happening right next to the Capitol, you know? Kind of. I mean, I mean, yeah. They make sure <laughs> things is, is is the way it's supposed to be in DC, the, the rest part. of the country, whatever. But huh? Um, yeah. So yeah, so let's, let's let's get back to this Capitol Hill when everything jumped off. Mm -hmm. So now y'all y'all got y'all line, y'all holding line. You said now now you saying so y'all put up barriers, right? The little gate, the little right, the connecting yeah. gate. Yeah, right. And they just linked in. It's nothing bolted to the ground. And so they start, you saying, so the crowd at some point, so what do you think provoked or agitated the crowd to start removing the barriers and snatching police? And you say, if snatch the police, they pull them in the crowd. Are they, what are they doing to the police when they pull them in the crowd? Well, I mean, I, they just pull them in. We grab and we'll grab them back out. Um, we don't know what their motives was per se, but I mean, if I pull them in the crowd, I know what I have to try to do. That's crazy. Did any and officers so, get like pulled in the crowd and get stumped on or you um, know, molested? Not like, I'm aware. <laughs> but not not like molested like that. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Got hey, they, yeah. they took or they they snipe sticks, lost handcuffs. Nah, nah, nah. I'd have been trying to get nah. a handcuff key. Right, right. So, yeah. it, so it's white people doing that. It, it's white people pulling them. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it was. I mean, they was kind of. Um, they was in order, man. Yo, they, they, oh, they had. Order. What you mean? They, what you mean? Real plan. 
Yeah, it was it was it was it was constructed well. It was in order. Yeah. You know, right. and that's the that's what I look at with our people kinda going back. It's like they keep us so, you know, spaced out. We don't have you know, they don't allow us. We don't have that they don't allow it. Now when you say they, who who you mean they? No, I'm just saying in general. The system, the way the system (laughs) is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you so you saying they were they were they were they were structured out there, Jay. It was like they was it was real it was real strategically out there. Right. Yeah, they know what they were doing. So, so they, you feel like they, based on what you, your experience, you feel like they had planned this out. It was well planned and well executed, how they were set up and everything. What do you think it was to a, like to a certain all, extent? I, I don't think it was all. I think they was just they went with it. But then, when they went with it, when somebody took the lead, they they they, they followed. Just line. Yeah. So okay. So so what happened? How how, how did the breach happen? Man. Like, I don't know for sure, <laughs> but what I seen, what I seen was um on the I want to say the right side of it. Yeah, I was I just got finished getting my eyes together for getting the OC spray, and I opened my eyes up and I look up and I said, "Oh man, they <laughs> yeah they they walking they was like just walking in the building." Oh, all right. So I want to clarify for the listeners. You say so because there's a video where um you got assaulted by one of these one of the the protesters right mm-hmm. so then and then in the midst of that somebody starts spraying bear spray or pepper spray or something right and you get so so now you're you're kind of incapacitated right mm-hmm. and you're trying to get this stuff off of you and by the time you get back to where you can see and you're functioning again they broke through the line right Wow, and so you said they walking, so they walk, like they not running in crazy. Cause what I want to get yeah. to, what I'm really trying to get to, and what I want you to kind of explain for me and for the listeners, is the difference between what we saw on the news and what you saw in person when you were there. Um, I don't really look at the news. So I wouldn't really know what people were saying well, on the news. Okay, well, but, so just, just. But um, for what I was saying, um. It, it was just, <laughs> it was chaos, man. It, it was, it was chaos down there. So, okay. So, can you talk about the shootings? Because according to the news, when I when that night, um, we got a message uh, asking for everybody here to pray for you because you had you had got deployed to the front line. So, you know, that's mm. how that's how I found out about it because I was it was like I don't know twelve one o'clock in the morning or something like that here. I think okay. maybe, 10, maybe 10, 11 o'clock at night, I was in the bed and I got a message. Right. I just checked my phone. Hey, pray for brother Nate. He's, he, you know, he's out there on the front line, the Capitol Hill, on the hill. That's what's on the hill. I said, the hill, what's the hill? Capitol Hill, <laughs> I, don't, you know, I don't know. And uh, so I, I, I said, let me go on YouTube and see what's going on. I see this, you know, people protesting, they running into the, the Capitol Hill. Uh, then it, it was reported that uh, shots were fired. And then it came out a little later that I think it was a, 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 a Caucasian woman that had got shot in the chest and died. And then by mm. like a day or two, I heard, cause I don't really watch a lot of the news either. Then like a couple of days later, I heard, don't know how true this is, but I heard it was like four people that had got killed over, I think total the situation. So what, can you speak to, to any of that? Mm. I really can't cause I don't, 
<laughs> um, I don't really know as far as how many people got hit. Um, they was in the building and we was outside holding the line. So we didn't hear anything. You heard no gunshots or anything? Mm-mm. Mm, interesting. Interesting, but, interesting, uh, interesting. But the cow, you know, the cow was so big, and I think they was upstairs or something like that. But um, yeah, we didn't hear anything. Somebody just came out and told us. Okay, so y'all got news. Yeah. Y'all got wind of it, but y'all actually didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, from, from the citizens. The citizens told us. Oh, they came run. They came running out the building. They did, by this point, they running out the building now. Not really. No, they was. So <laughs> they it, they it, was it, they was comfortable in their zone. They didn't. Huh. So in your guesstimation, in your guesstimation about how many people you think actually stormed, like went inside the Capitol, just a guesstimate. I know you, you don't know numbers. I say probably about five to 10,000 went through there, yeah. Cause when I've seen it on the news, it looked like it might've been 20, 30 people, a hundred at the mm-hmm. most. That was a job. They had, a, they had something they called, they had something called the, the, the tunnel of death. Where it was just, it was just, <laughs> they was going for hours pushing, trying to get them out the doors. And, you know, T was actually stuck on the wall right there for like 30 minutes. And somebody seen her and pulled her out. Oh, I forgot. She's an officer too. Mm-hmm. So she, both of y'all was out there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So it was like, like stuff like that. Like if you had failed under there, it was like one of those, you know, you pushing and somebody get trampled and the blind just keep, keep moving. My goodness. Yeah. Man. So, so the whole, so about how long did the whole ordeal take? You said y'all, they was, I was pushing people out of the tunnel. I want to say about until about six. So about six hours. Six uh, hours, consistent, consistent, consistent pushback, protest, yeah, pushback, going. I'm fighting. You, you name it. I mean, six hours of it, and it was, ca- it was chaotic was, out there. It was just chaos. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous, man. Hmm. Because on the news, I don't know. Just what I saw on the news, it looked like it was a lot of people out there, but it didn't look like it was that crazy. I didn't think too much of oh, when no, I saw no. when I pulled up on the news and I saw, I saw, man, I said they gonna be, he'll, he'll be straight. You know, it wasn't a big nah, deal, but it was it was a bad situation. You could have lost your life out there. Yeah, oh yeah. If your head wasn't on the swivel for sure. Huh. Man. Well, I'm I'm glad you made it through that 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 ordeal. And before we move on, is there anything in particular you feel like I missed or that you would like to just uh, point out about that situation that you want people to know or be aware of? I'm not really just be mindful with because some people, you know, people Monday night quarterback or I turned on a video of some people and it'd be like, oh yeah, they should have did or could have did this or if it was a Black Lives Matter and all that. And yeah, nah, that for for the police was, was happening above the police is what's happening above, you know what I'm saying? But on a ground level of things, we don't be knowing. So like, and you know, I was, the reason I became a police officer because of that, I wanted to kind of make a change in that. Right, you want we're to thinking, be on the inside, make a difference from the inside. Make a, making a difference, right. Because, I mean, you already know, we sat on the internet and we were writing and post about, you know, injustice. Yeah. But all we're doing is 
being on the internet. Lip service, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get, and people who have their college degrees and different things like that. But yeah, once, and still won't go into these positions. If we're complaining about the injustices that's happening in our communities, why not get into those positions that can make that change? Mm. You mm. know what I'm saying? And that's, yeah. that's the mindset I took from it because I was like, I would be able to touch more people by me being right there, every situation, I'm going into hoods and being able to speak to people. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. Well, that, that's, <laughs> I, that's a perfect transition because that's exactly what I want to get into, right? Black man, blue line. So as a man of color, a melanated person, mm-hmm. knowing the plight of our people, you know, having an understanding, a biblical understanding, you know, understanding prophecies according to the scriptures, uh, being able to relate and connect a lot of dots that uh, unfortunately a lot of people don't connect when it comes to what we're dealing with in America. Being, you, you were aware of these things before you joined the police force, before you became a police officer. So right. I, I'm really interested to see what was, what was your perception before becoming a police officer and then what is it now? What, you know, what things were confirmed and what things that you did you say? Oh, I thought it was like this, and it's totally different. Can you speak to yeah. some of those things? Um, the whole—I mean, everybody gives the police more power than they actually have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Is like, that due to ignorance of the law? It's due to all things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, especially on the internet, they'll say, "Oh, the police should have did." Police should have. Nah, we are guided by guidelines that we can't cross you know what i'm saying so certain things and i'm not speaking for all officers because some officers say forget the guideline and i'm gonna do what i want to do you know so um but yeah certain things like we we're guided by certain guidelines that more so prohibit us from doing a lot of things you know what i'm saying against against the citizens I know in DC, it's like that. So I mean, when people think violating people's rights, right? Like we have body worn cameras and different things like that. Of course, some people again, they do what they do, but for the most part, yeah, you rarely see it. So with with the with the perception of police, because you know, coming from our neighborhood and and where we come from, police are the bad guys. Uh, Mm -hmm. They, you know, they they break the law to uphold the law. You know, they're, they're right. not really fair and, and and just when serving justice. That's been my right. experience, you know, and, and but it, is it a case of a few rotten apples spoil the bunch? Mm. Yeah, I would say, yeah. You think because there's more, not all. There's more no. good police officers than, than bad police officers? Than bad, yeah. And it, that makes sense because if it was more bad, then it, it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot worse, I think. Right. That makes sense. But it's. I mean, but like I said, don't take but one bad officer to make a whole force look bad. Right. That, that one bad. That one officer will make everything look bad, and then it will come back with the good officer. You know, the one that's attempting to affect change. Right. You know. So um, I want to. I want to. I'm trying to think of some. Some of these. These. Uh, perceptions that I want to address and see if we can either clear, you know, confirm or dispel, right? So do, from your experience, 
is it is are our neighborhoods being targeted? It's, by police, tar- targeted. Like uh, being that. having you know being patrol. Are, are they are they? Is there a uh, from your knowledge or from your from your level in the police force? You know, is it is it a consolidated consolidated effort to target our neighborhoods and to try to I don't know meet quotas and and just they're looking for more no, crime. No. They're not there just looking no. for crime everywhere. They're looking for it in our neighborhoods and they're, and they're stopping you know us because whatever reason they justify it. But you know, are we being targeted? I, I don't I don't agree. No, we're not being targeted. Um, and this from the outside looking in, inside looking out because I've been on both sides. Um, crime is where it, crime is where where crime is. You know what I'm saying? So if what what I'm saying is if somebody's committing robberies and shooting and unlawfully discharging weapons while grandma's walking down the street, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or she has to cut her purse or doesn't get help with her groceries to walk into the house or can't even sit on her porch, you know what I'm saying? And, and just relax. Nobody can go outside anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, because the the amount of crime and the mm-hmm. possibility that of your child getting a shot or whatever the case is, you know, that's that's why our people or I would say the blue line is going there. You know, and I agree. I, like I said earlier, I would rather us police ourselves. But at the end of the day, somebody has to protect their community. If grandma can't walk outside without possibly getting shot, that's a problem. Mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or or getting her things stolen or somebody running yeah. in her house. You know, whatever the case may be, that's an issue. You know, and if our communities is not going to hold true to that, you know, then... Yeah, if we're, we're going to turn a blind eye to all the criminal activity that's going on, you can't right. complain because if police is always... In the neighborhood, in your community, yeah. But I mean, because right. I, I, I would feel like they police do harass us and target us. That's what it feels like. But at the same time, being honest, you know, um, I, I would, I looking back, I would have to probably say they were. It probably was a lot of, you know, I wouldn't say heinous crime, but illegal, and illegal. Right. Not necessarily, I mean wrong or bad but the law is the law you know it's just you know and I mean, they more, change yeah. laws slavery was legal at one time but that don't mean it was right so just because right. something legal don't necessarily mean it's, it's it's wrong but it's it's still illegal so um i guess i can see that but i do feel like in, at least where i was from that uh the younger i was as a young and i've used this term loosely but as a young black male I was targeted and the older I got and the less ignorant I was of the law, the less problems I had with the police. But when I was young and ignorant and impressionable and trying to be willing to submit my and humble myself to to authority and to adults, I had I, I, I had more issues with the police. I mean I couldn't stand on the right. sidewalk. So was you was you targeted or did you make yourself a target? Nah, I mean uh, it was a combination. Like, I, I, right. I give you I give you some examples. Like I live next to a bank. I'm walking down the sidewalk. I, I lived on a, on a major street. Cross street from my house was a, a city clinic, a free clinic. Um, mm. Parallel to that, a, across the street, there was a, like a, 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 a four-way, it was a, a red light, you know what I'm saying? 
So it's a, it's a, a street, you know, it's, they're, they're perpendicular yeah. to each other. So right. across the street from my house was a, a free clinic, the city clinic. And then a, a parallel across the street to that clinic was a convenience store, gas station, convenience store, wash interior. And then next to my house was a bank. And then par- uh, parallel to that across the street was a McDonald's. So I walk out of my house, I'm on the sidewalk, I'm walking past the bank and I'm going to the McDonald's or I might've been going to the store, I don't remember, but I see a friend of mine's coming from the McDonald's. So he's across the street. So I stop, he crosses the street and, or no, I'm waiting on him. He's waiting on the light to change so he can cross the street. As I'm standing there waiting, police officer pulls pulls into the bank and proceeds to, you know, put your hands on the car, Give me your ID. What's your name? This officer. What's the problem? What am I? I'm, you know, mm-hmm. uh, obstruction of a passageway. What? <laughs> I live right here. I'm walking right here. What do you mean? So I mean, I, I'm not. I wasn't doing nothing. So I mean, this kind of stuff happens every day. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I was a saint. You know what I'm saying? I was. I was doing my fair share of you know, of what young people do, pushing the line, just doing dumb stuff. But mm-hmm. I do feel like in a lot of ways. You know, I couldn't like. I feel like I knew the certain laws that a, a young person should know, like, right. um, because if I didn't, because these would be excuses the police would use to stop and harass me, or you know, to, to just to run my name illegally to see if I have a warrant. Mm-hmm. That was a given. That was a, a given. It was gonna happen. Uh, I got tailed. I don't know, maybe six blocks one time, and they and they pulled me over. Apparently I had an unpaid ticket or something. I did have a warrant, but they ran my license illegally. They ran my place illegally. And then when the guy, once, once you know, they, they arrest me and they take me to jail and they find out I have a job and I work down where they, you know, I work at this plant, making really good money and they uncles and cousins work there. Then he wants to apologize when we get to the police station. Hey, man, I'm sorry about this. I, you know, it's too late now, you know, it's right. too late. But, uh, but at the same time, I can't say that there, there, the the neighborhood I lived in it was a fair it's a fair amount of crime going taking place in that neighborhood as well. So I can understand why the police would be there. I can definitely understand that. Um, so, but just just for clarification purposes, you don't feel as though, from your perspective, your experience, you don't feel as though our neighborhoods are being targeted, or at least not in DC. Not, not, not yeah, not in DC, not all the time. I mean, I would say not not all the time. I mean, I don't know what, I, and the reason I can say not all the time is because I don't know what other people may do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But from my knowledge, is no, is is only the only reason we may be in an area is for prevention. Like when we stay in one area for crime prevention, and that's because it. it's a high crime area. Yeah. So that's because it's a high crime area, so you have to be there or allow somebody else to die every 30 minutes or something you know yeah and these are things but these are the things that we i guess we don't consider from the other side because i'm not involved in all the crime that's going on in the neighborhood so i'm not aware of all this stuff that's going on i'm just trying to get down the street and but as an officer you're 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 there because you are made aware of all the crime that's taking place in this neighborhood over the last week or two right I don't know right. all the stuff that didn't happen. I don't know every police call, every house that didn't got broken. All you see is, all you see is, oh, y'all being some suckers. Y'all want to sit on the, on the block, watch it, whatever the case is. It's like, no. We're trying to make sure you can walk down the street and catch a bus. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I so feel like they're trying to make sure I'm, I'm not the one breaking in somebody's house and stuff. It's like. I mean, but you you also, I mean, you if if I'm in an area, you know, in a certain, certain, uh, type of person comes through there 
yeah, you know, I I know the difference between the people in my area. Yeah, you know, I know if you're supposed to be there or not. Yeah, it's a, it's a certain demeanor that, that could attract that kind yeah. of negative attention too. I, I mean, I, I'll be honest about that. I get that. You know, what I'm saying a certain walk, right. certain look, and so you know, you say, well, hold on, let me check this dude out. He carries himself yeah. a certain kind of way. And he could just exactly. be a regular cat, but you know, I mean, yeah, it just go with and also community policing, talking to people. You know, what I'm saying, letting them know that you know you there for them. You know, but not again. Not everybody is is, is me. Yeah. So I got now, a this, this, level. this 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 is something we 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 actually talked about this. We did a show on this, and I would love to hear your perspective on this, especially now, seeing that you are you know you're active in the community as a police officer. Now, growing mm-hmm. up, you know, we got the whole thing: snitches get stitches, right? And so this whole thing mm-hmm. about snitching and stop snitching and. Don't snitch and everything, and, and we talked about this, brother Corey. Uh, welcome into the to the show. I know you, you had some things you had going on, but I'm glad you made it. So we talked about this, right? We talked about snitching, and we talked about how, according to the scriptures, according to the Bible, if you turn a blind eye to something, you are now responsible for it. you. You are partaker in that, right? And and this whole thing about not snitching is all good until something happens to your family, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Don't snitch. But when you go home and and and, and your baby's school clothes is missing, you know, um, your car windows busted out. You got to go pay for that. Your you know your your wallet is missing. You got to right. go. You got to go down and get a new driver's license. Replace all your cards. And it's a it's a you know it's just it's a bunch of unnecessary stuff. So right. You know the I so our, our question you know this whole thing about not snitching is this something being perpetuated by criminals? Like, like who, you know, I guess so because, like, I, you know, I, but, but anyway, we did a whole <laughs> podcast on that. So if anybody's interested, y'all can go check that out. But I want to know from you, like what, since, since as after becoming a police officer and seeing things from the other side, what is your perspective and your take on snitching? Or uh, even oh, how do you define snitching as a police officer? How would you define snitching? And then what's your take on it? What's your view on it? <laughs> I mean, I don't have a view on it because you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> clearly, that's what everybody thinks. Like I tell the youngest all the time, man. Y'all, y'all sit here talking about, why oh, you snitching? I'm for the streets and da 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 da. Let Reggie get locked up. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna break it down, crying. Like I know, I know everything that's been going on for the last six months. Let's talk. I'm about glad this. you asked. Right, I'm glad let's, you asked. Let's talk about this because this is. Cause you you have you you've seen this right? You've been in there. You've seen these dudes break down and tell everything. <laughs> yeah, they do. Have you? I mean, ha- have you seen that? I've heard it. So let, let's talk about this because these youngsters need to understand this, man. I remember telling my little cousin, man. I said, "Listen, bro, the, all that street code, now that stuff sound good, yeah, but get, when you till they till they get till yeah, they get, get you in that room, and they start talking about football numbers. See, it's right. it's, it's all they ain't, good. Even got, they ain't even got to talk about numbers." A lot of these dudes. I mean, I, from what I understand now, the the, the street code is is different now. Anyway, you know, I heard yeah, I heard the OG. I heard the OG say, "Man, listen, y'all playing by a rule book that we not reading." Yeah. So, you know, it's like, cause, it's, I mean, just hey, think it's about com- it's it's doggy doggy dog out here, bro. Think I mean, think about it from a logical perspective, right? And you tell me if if this has been your experience from a logical perspective. Me and me and Joe Blow riding down the street. He got. He got, you know, he got some, he got some drugs in the car, or whatever, right? We get pulled over, they take us down. I'm not snitching. It's not my drugs. I don't sell drugs, but I ain't no snitch. I ain't no rat. I'm mm. keep my mouth shut. I'm solid. 
Then the police get, get me in that room and they say, listen, somebody going to jail for these drugs. Somebody finna get 20 years for these drugs. 20 years of your life gone. It get real, real fast. You 17, 18, 19, 20, you gonna be 40 years old when you come home. Mm -hmm. You ain't had but a few girlfriends, ain't got no baby. You ain't got nothing. And now, and now these people talking about giving you 20, 30, 40, 50 years for this, this dope that's not even yours. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling my cousin, I'm saying, how many people gonna really take that, you know, really gonna do that crime for, take that time for you because they not no snitch. Right. And then how many people, if it is they dope, and they got an option, police say, man, if you tell us it's his, he'll go to jail and you'll go free. But whoever tell first going home. How many people, how many of these dudes really gonna stand tall, quote unquote, and, and take that time? And they got an yeah, option they, to give it to you. Yeah, they should, but you're right. This this reality. So this whole right. thing about not snitching though, but how would you define snitching? As a police officer, how would you define snitching? I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't believe and I don't think anything is really snitching. I think when you go on, snitching goes to, to some, some children stuff where you trying to get somebody in trouble. Like, you know, they yeah, now- Cattle telling. Right, but other than that, I wouldn't say it's snitching if it's the truth. If it's the truth. Cause this, I know- yeah, I don't get mad if, if somebody does, if I did something and it came out that I did it, it's the truth. Right, so because <laughs> one one of the things we talked about, right, and we 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 try to define it, and I'm saying, well, okay, if it's two people actively living a criminal lifestyle, and one person gets caught, and he tells another person to 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 better his situation, I feel like that's snitching. That is snitching, yeah. Right, but somebody yeah, who's not yeah. a part of that lifestyle and that not have nothing to do with that, and they tell what they saw, they tell the truth. I don't think it's a snitch; it's telling the truth. It's not snitching. Right. right. Telling but it, you just you you being accountable for your brother. Right. <laughs> right. But if you're doing snitching. dirt and then you tell on somebody else to better your situation, then you're a rat. Now, you, yeah. Now that's, you have that's, no integrity. Right. Right. You, you you did the crime, do the time, do, take what comes yeah. with it. But no, now, I don't. I don't want to. Uh, well, my actions. Well, so Nate, I'm Nate had Nate, Nate got a gun. He got a, <laughs> bro. Nah, like they locked you up for drugs. Leave my name out of it. Right, but I, yeah, if so, they catch me with that, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But leave my name out of it. But people so, don't. Yeah. Let me ask you this: What was your biggest? What was the biggest difference from what you thought a police would be and what it was gonna be about, opposed to what you actually learned once you became a police officer? Like, what was the biggest? The biggest thing? The biggest um, contradiction of you know, and, and from your perception and reality. I wouldn't say it's a contradiction, uh, but the reality is you can only do what you can do. You know what I'm saying? You can only touch who you can touch. And so you, like you say you thought like going you, into it, you thought you would have a lot more influence? I, I would be able, right. And at the end of the day, you can only influence who wants to be influenced, really. Like people have choices. All you can do is drop a seed and let the most I do the rest. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, you know, I, you go in there, I could change the world and I'm like, dude, da 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 for your community. And it, it'll hurt you more thinking like that, you know, and, and Rick chasing that dream, mm. you know, because it's, 
It'll be a constant heartbreak. You know how people, they fake like they listening to you. <laughs> Get away from you, dude. Yeah. Do what they want. So it's like, kind of drop your jewels on them, drop some seeds down, and you know, let it let it work by itself. You know, I, I believe there was some. I want to say it's in the Bible, but I don't. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but he, it was like one man planted, another, another man, man watered. Yeah. Yeah. Because the increase. I just, exactly. I just read that. That's in uh, Romans. Yeah. And they were yeah. arguing over Paul and Apollos. He said, you know, I, right. I planted Apollos waters and the most I give the increase. Exactly. And we arguing no, over that, the Exactly. So, yeah. so all I could do, and I had to tell, uh, I had ran into some GLCC brothers uh, down where I work at. And they were street preaching. They came up to kind of talk to me. And I, I agreed. With them. <laughs> they but like, they, oh. they didn't know your history. They didn't know. They didn't know. So <laughs> I was like, brother, I, been, I, I was in this thing where, where you were still doing what you was doing. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I, didn't, I didn't did what you wanted to do and came back. Man. So so I was like, man, don't, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. And I was mm-hmm. like, you can't. You also can't. You can't tell me what my journey is, my path. Right. You know, we talked about that a little earlier. You, yeah. You, you said there, oh yeah, brother, you need to turn that badge in and come walk. Nah, brother, this this is my journey right here. Right. It's more than one I way to get it. There you go. Mm-hmm. I can, like I said, I can plant it, send them somewhere else, they get water. Mm-hmm. Or so, I can increase. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. No, go ahead. We'll finish your thought. No, I was just, I was just saying, yeah, that, you know, it goes into that judgment type of situation. You know, everybody so, got their own path. With that being said, so as a as a melanated man, do you feel like you get judged by your own people? When they see you with the bat, they automatically assume you're a sucker, you're a sellout, you uh this or you know I mean, something they, negative. They, I don't think they think of me like that. I think they think of the badge like that. So that it's a difference when they're talking to the badge and talking to you as a person. When I'm at work, they're talking to the bags and they're being disrespectful. Yeah, you don't take it personally. I think a lot no. of officers do take it personally. And I think they, that's something that officers have to do a better job of realizing the difference. The person, you know, right. they talk, like you said, they're talking to the badge, not the person. Right. So you don't, you know, you don't never take it personal. Right. No. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, 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 yeah. that's something come from the most high. Everybody don't have that. They have the ability yeah, to, yeah. to be able to separate, you know, when somebody looking at you and, and cursing you out and calling you this and calling you that, it's really, like you said, the badge, the uniform. Right. But I mean, does that happen though? Does that happen? Like, I understand you don't take it personal, but do do you get attacked? Like, oh, like your character, oh, does yeah, you, do you attack your character that's... automatically because you oh, have yeah. your badge on? You know, I'm talking oh, about yeah. people that look like you. Oh yeah. That's something that happens yeah. <laughs> you every day at work. Oh yeah, that's every day. That ain't, that's not, and that's not a good day if, you, if that don't happen to you. <laughs> that's something wrong with day not normal. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh man. No. Oh yeah. So let me ask this question. What, because you know, there's, there's, there's this perception of, of you know, um, white officers, I'm using the word white, non-melanated officers killing melanated men on re- in record numbers you know, to a high, a large degree. So right. w- as an officer, 
what advice would you give a young melanated man that encounters a police officer? Like how, how would you advise him to proceed in that situation to, you know, to, to, to the best of his knowledge? I mean, some things, some police officers, they just got their mindset on it, but then sometimes, right. you know, as a person, you may escalate the situation and make it something it don't have to be. But what advice would you give to a young melanated man that's out there encountering a police officer? Want to hear the rest? Check out part two of the conversation. Thank you for listening to God Family Nation.